Hey Miley, we need some intro music. Go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, friends. Welcome to another week of Woman Get In podcast. Were you almost going to say our old name? I was. Welcome to the Main Dish Podcast. I knew it. You totally paused. I'm like, what was she going to say? What oh, was she going to call us? I, it, it has definitely been one of those days. I have been behind on everything. Mm, I feel you. I'm behind has, in yeah. life. Oh, oh, that's the story of my life. Welcome to the first intro that Miley and I are recording separately in two separate households because your girl Mandy got the bug. Ah, I miss you so much. I know. We've been apart for a week. It feels like a lifetime. I haven't seen you in literally in person in six days. I mean, I saw you out the window in the park. Out the window and I waved, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I should come make another pit stop and just wave from the parking lot. I'll just be perched up in my windows waving from the second floor. (laughs) Uh, Are your symptoms better? Yeah, I know initially you had a headache and you had some night sweats and you had some muscle aches, but you, you look yeah. better. You, you sound still congested, but you look better. Yeah, a ton better. I woke up this morning. It was like a light switch, just oh, totally different feeling. The last few days waking up have been almost, I swear, almost like feeling like arthritis. Oh, all of my um, joints hurt. Mm. I would wake up and grab my glass of water and take a drink and I would feel pain in my thumb. Ah. My hips would hurt, like ankles would hurt. It was really weird. I mean, just Is- more than body aches where in the beginning it felt like it was in my back and upper back a lot. But then I would notice after laying down that my joints would ache and it would take a while to get going in the morning before that pain would all die down. But yeah, this sounds was- this this sounds like getting old. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, oh, but this morning wow. I just woke up and I was like, "Wow, nothing hurts. This is wild." Okay. Oh, I'm good, it. good. Yeah. I'm glad. I hope you continue to 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 get better so that I can and see I, you again and, and hug I you. Sound, thank you. And I sound congested, but I don't feel that congested. It's really weird. Well, maybe like it's I, just the speakers or the microphone. No, I, or something. I really am. Like I, oh, I hear it too. It seems like you're getting better and like it's progressing positively. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm glad you're on the, this side of the COVID peak. A ton. What about you? I almost, I almost think that like, it's just a matter of time before we all get it. I thankfully knock on wood have not gotten it. And I want to stay that way. So I'm kind of like keeping my distance from everybody and wearing a mask, but I'm sure yeah. I'm going to get it eventually. I mean, well, it's a matter of time. I mean, I was pretty sure I was going to go a little longer without getting it too, but then. I got a boyfriend and he brought it to me. Hey, sometimes boyfriends bring trouble into your life, but it, it's, it's worth it to have those boyfriends, right? Some, some things are worth it. You know, all of the orgasms are worth it. <laughs> well, speaking of boyfriends, this, what are we talking uh, about today? Yeah, today, today <laughs> we're talking about the do's and don'ts of dating so that you can get a significant other and you my friend already have a boyfriend and I am looking for one so (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna utilize this uh this episode and I hope to put in some of our tips and tricks into it we will see how I don't know I don't know if this is my year or not it's this episode is coming out to the day after Lunar New Year and this is the year of the tiger and I'm a tiger and supposedly your year is actually your unluckiest year so I have been told by all of my family and friends and elders that I must prepare this year because this will be my unluckiest year and I'm and they're they're telling me that I will be very unlucky in love so (laughs) so you know what I have to say to that also um Venus has apparently been in retrograde for the last month or so And it's been the whole time that I've been, you know, dating this new person and being obsessed with them. So um, I don't really know that you have to worry too much about your year being a bunch of nonsense. 
I mean, this past year was one of the worst years in my dating life. And so maybe I've had enough. I know. I was like, maybe I've had enough bad luck and this year will be a better year. And I'm at a really year with some decent prospects. Yes. This year is starting off with some, some potentials. I've been open. I've been more open to people setting me up and uh, your boyfriend is going (laughs) to introduce me to someone via a blind date. So we will see how that goes. I'm doing really well with my piloting and work is great. And so I am trying to actively create space in my life. I've been trying to for the last couple of years to create space for someone to share my life with. And so I will continue to try to be open-minded, open-hearted. I retract and I, I go back into my my crab shell a lot. I'll, I'll dip my feet in a little and then I, then I fall back in and I hide. Uh, so I don't know this year, I'm going to have to try to be a little bit more brave in the dating arena. I think. Brave. Interesting. Just uh, stand in your power. Maybe our listeners can also give some feedback too, after they listen to this episode about do's and don'ts of dating and we can all be brave together. <laughs> this is a fun episode. I'm glad we're releasing it now. Yeah, for sure. And, and February, I mean, I'm a person that loves to love. I think you are too, Mandy. I mean, we are full of love, not just romantic love, but in the relationships that we have in our life and and every kind of relationship we have in life in the things that we do, the passion projects, the work, the business work that we do, we put our heart and soul and love into it. And so February is a month of love. And I'm super excited that we're kicking off with the, the do's and don'ts. Me too. February, the month of love or the Lunar New Year. Venus is coming out of retrograde. (laughs) Things are lining up for you. Oh, yeah. By you, I mean the listener and you. (laughs) Yes. And my flight instructor says that I am ready to solo. So as soon as I finish my pre-written solo test, he feels really confident in me not only being able to solo by myself, in my local airport, but also my solo down to Tucson. So I'm getting closer and closer to that private pilot's license. And so, hey, if, if anything goes well this year, let it be my, my private pilot license. <laughs> That's let all I ask. Let it be all of it. Let it, let be, it be all, all of it. it, but I'm not greedy and I will take the private pilot's license if that's all I get this year. We're gonna work for it all. You deserve it all. Yeah. And work is great. I'm gonna be promoted hopefully soon. And uh, I've been working for it for a long time. So I'm really excited. Life I feel like I'm talking too. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot about myself. And Mandy, tell us about you. And what's going Work on is great you. for me too. I fired myself. Yes, you did. And I'm happy, not happy about it. I fired myself, otherwise known as quitting. Yes. So, <laughs> But this has been planned. And the thing is, you have so many amazing things ahead of you. And, and I'm so happy and excited and so proud of you. Jealous of you too. <laughs> I wish I could quit. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was in some meetings today. This is, so this is coming out during the last week that I am officially full-time in my day job. And I was in some meetings today and just, you know, the normal nonsense always occurs mm-hmm. like in parts of some of the meetings. And it's like, this is so fun that I don't have to deal with this for much longer. <laughs> and it's not to say you. that the last 12 years haven't been amazing and fun and incredibly rewarding and offered a ton of growth and opportunity it's just time yeah and you're ready for the next part of your life and yeah there's just so I'm I'm just so full of excitement for you because I know that you deserve all that is happening right now I'm happy for you I'm not happy for myself everybody at at the office is bummed but oh they're so happy yeah, they're happy for you, but they're super bummed because you are, you are the glue. You are the heart. When I you... told D, that's what D said. I go, by the way, D, I gotta let you know, um, like I am only here the next two weeks or whatever. And she goes, oh my gosh, Amanda, yeah. you're the heart of this place. You are, you are. And you, you not only are the heart, but you are the brain of it too, <laughs> because you, I don't know how we're going to run without you. I don't. I don't. But I only, I don't say that. I don't say that to make (laughs) you feel guilty. I say that to, to acknowledge how important you are and how much of a difference and a positive impact you are. And I hope, and I know, I know that the, the impact that you've made 
on our team, on our patients, on our entire work culture, you've made it a permanent change. And, and I only, I know that the changes that we've developed and implemented will just carry on and continue on because you are that great of a leader. I also have faith that I have told you all what to do so many times over the years <laughs> that if I just get out of the way, you'll remember. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully your voice will always be in the back of our minds every time we do something bad or wrong. Right? Wait, what would Amanda do? Yes. There you go. I'm going to start making bracelets like that or t-shirts. I love it. I love it. So yeah, well, that's exciting. That's my Congratulations week. to you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's uh, dive into this week's episode. Yes. Enjoy listening to our dating rants. Obviously, I was single when we did this one. <laughs> yeah but it's okay I think all of it still works yeah it does okay. all right everyone enjoy today's episode is about dating I'm excited for today's episode we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of dating and and I think for me my my thoughts are that this is about just like the beginning stages of dating like especially when you just uh, started talking to someone whether it's on the apps or you met, you know, you just meet someone. These are kind of like tips or do's and don'ts for like the first or maybe the second or third date. Yeah. Introductory period stuff. Dating do's and don'ts. This is definitely early experience, early interaction type of stuff. This isn't, maybe some of this stuff carries over into, yeah. you'll, you'll be able to right. pick it out. Some of this stuff will carry over into your longer term relationships. But this is, I mean, I have started dating recently and Miley's putting her toes in like we might have discussed this we might have discussed like some bumbling and stuff bumbling some hinging maybe yeah so just trying to get toes wet here yeah 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 playing around in it and um I've decided to start dating and being back into the swing of dating has brought up a lot of these old things that are in my head that I think people need to hear both sexes men women and you know if you're hearing things that sound like more advice for men consider that if you're a woman listening or you identify as female listening consider that as something to look for I just want to take a moment to do a shameless plug on some of the episodes that we have already discussed about dating I think some of them were released uh, in February January February of 2021 Mandy and I have been dating on and off couple years a couple years and we have dished on it several <laughs> times throughout the last uh i don't know 18 20 months that we've had this podcast feel free to listen back on some of those because we have mm-hmm. talked about some of the uh, strategies tips uh, we've told stories we've talked about profiles like online profiles and and we've even had a a, a dating uh, coach on to talk about things like that but Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts because as we are diving back into dating, we realize that there is a certain level of etiquette or maybe, I hate to use the word expectation, but there should be a standard or a mm-hmm. level that, you know, I I do expect certain things from a, a date to make it seem like it's worth my time, worth my energy, that it's you know, it helps me determine if there's going to be a second or a third date or that I want to continue investing. A hundred percent. And if you're interested, back to that plug, the episodes you want to scroll back to are titled Connection, Care and Chemistry with Dating Coach Zach Mulvihill. And then there was a part two mm, to that yeah. episode where we, all three of us, talked about <laughs> our dating profiles and yes. how they were set up at the time. So that one's called Dishing on Dating Profiles with Zach Mulvihill. And it was just a kind of a bonus episode because that one episode went so long with oh, him yeah. that we decided to split it up into two. And and that episode, Dishing on Dating Profiles, actually has a YouTube video with it so that oh, you yeah. can actually see. <laughs> we took a look at all of our profiles and kind of critiqued each other and gave each other feedback. Is our YouTube woman get in on YouTube? Yes, <laughs> okay, but we great. will confirm. Yeah, check out the uh, By the, the time you the hear this, descriptor. it will be. Yes, <laughs> check out our our uh, handle for YouTube on our descriptor, or you can visit our website womangetin.com, or you can also probably get that information on our Instagram page. So yes. please, if you haven't already gone over and checked out our Instagram page, please, please, please stop by, give us a like or multiple likes. 
And if you're willing to, please follow us so that you always get the latest information and details about what's going on with Women Get In. And this dating episode is coming at you after the first of the year. You're, we're all 2022, new mindset, new habits, kind of getting into new things. So hopefully this is complementary to some of the things you're going to move into 22 with intentions about better dating, getting better first dates, leading to better second, third, and fourth dates. Dating doesn't have to be difficult. Dating should be fun. Dating should be a way for you to learn new people, experience new people, and learn more about yourself. I was just going to say that. Learn more about yourself. Yes. yes. I mean, that's Learn what about what is. you want or what you need or what you desire. Yes. Be really intentional and really pay attention as we go through these lists and as you're going through your dates. Be really intentional about listening to things that your dates are maybe missing and if they're kind of unwilling to meet you where you need where you need your dating partner to be pay attention to that I've had that happen fairly recently and it's I want to say annoying <laughs> it's <laughs> but disappointing I mean, it's just, too it's just that person you know what I mean yeah. like it's it's interesting to it's interesting when it happens to you that you lay out sort of a boundary or a need and then that person goes I I mean maybe one day I'll be able to meet you there and it's like yeah, it's kind of like, See you stop, later. yeah, it stops you in your tracks because it's like, okay, I'm investing, I'm sharing with you what I need. And it's, it takes like, for me, I don't know about other people, but for me, it, it can be hard at times to ask for what I need because yeah. at first, you know, first of all, it's already hard enough for me to know what I want yeah. and then to ask for it. It's nerve wracking because what if I, you know, what if I'm told no? And then for that person to kind of disregard how hard it was for me to even ask for what I need or even show interest or just to show care in what I'm asking for. I mean, for. that literally happened to me. They yeah. literally said to me, exactly. I mean, maybe one day I'll be able to do that in my own way. And I'm like, that doesn't, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, if you could see my face right now, <laughs> listener. I'm so sorry you can't. But uh, imagine, imagine the um, most inquisitive gif you've ever seen like <laughs> online going, right what so yeah anyways the point of this episode is to help you get those better first dates yeah. help you have more fun on your dates mm -hmm. be more relaxed be more into it and get better second third and fourth dates should we kick yeah. it off with uh, the we're gonna start with do's mm -hmm. because do's. those are a lot more fun yes so what is the very first do on 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 our list mandy so my do is be inquisitive i love that Thank you. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm yeah. always like for me, I uh, sometimes for me, I take it a little too far. So I, <laughs> for me, I need to actually hold like tone it back a little bit. You need to Miley. OK, so be inquisitive. Sometimes we have identified in old episodes that Miley will sometimes be inquisitive as a way of avoiding talking yes. about herself. <laughs> so don't be so inquisitive to where the person feels like they are on the stand. There's a balance. <laughs> yeah. It's where they're like swearing on a Bible and they're under the hot they're on the in the hot seat so to speak but be inquisitive and this is both yeah. sides so you should ask or you want to ask questions that are more exciting than the real basic stuff you've probably already yeah. chatted with this person online a bit you know where they grew up where they came from where they went to school you have an idea of what they do for a living get a little deeper one of the strategies that helps me when i'm trying to be more inquisitive with like for a sp with a specific person i'm usually curious about the why behind yeah. if they say something or share something maybe inquire about the motivation behind whatever that they just shared whether it was a decision they made or the reason they feel a certain way or think a certain way so it's more specific to that person mm -hmm. uh, sometimes some of the, the 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 questions that can come up in a conversation when you're first starting to date someone it can be very basic or very general and so when you're on this date surface with someone level, surface level yes, okay. yes 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 so take you know one way to take it from surface level to another level be below that is to inquire the the motivation or the reason behind their answers and sometimes those fall really flat and I know what you're saying like it's like what made you go to school there or oh what led you into this profession but even those can fall really flat like mm. people can give you really basic boring answers like there's honestly not a lot of different ways that lead people down different roads and sometimes you get something exciting but I feel like that's probably one in 20 I've done a lot of first dates mm. so <laughs> I feel like those questions um 
And I've also done a lot of um, interviewing, like Mm -hmm. in my day job with residents and um, interviewing applicants for programs, interviewing applicants for jobs. And there are some questions that I've just come to realize have a very cookie cutter answer. And I'm Mm. not getting, I don't get the level of um, insight that I'm really looking for. So sometimes those questions can lead you good answers. And I agree, like I like knowing people's motivations for things. Like I'm, I'm a human behavior junkie. That's like give it to me. I want to yeah, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. all the things. Um, but it, on dates, I think some really exciting things to do. Look up the 36 questions for love by the New York Times. If you literally Google 36 questions to fall love, in love or 36 yeah. questions, questions to, even just that the lead words, to love or something. 36 yeah. questions, New York Times, it will bring up the article. I also really enjoy some of the card decks that some uh, therapy psychology type of groups have put out the Gottman Institute is mm-hmm. something we hype and I post fairly regularly on our Instagram because they just have really good work around relationships and couples they have an app that's free it's called the card yeah Decks. I've done it and you can actually you know you can go through those questions ahead of time and mark your favorite ones oh, yeah. and, and I've really enjoyed I and there's different categories that. yeah I I did it a while ago I like and to be prepared. I want to be surprised oh. by the questions so I refuse to scroll through that oh like no before well, I'm with a person so I don't really do the app with the person i usually oh. use the app to have like some some prepared questions during of the conversation <laughs> that's true <just, laughs> well because sometimes She's it's like, like over dinner right i understood the assignment i did my no. homework <laughs> it's like it's sometimes it's like my first or second dates are usually over dinner it's not yeah. where like you're you're comfortable on a couch with some wine and you're go, like sitting In with public, an app to, gonna, right yeah so i usually and i don't like I don't come to the date with like 10 <laughs> questions. Liar. I usually you come with 20. <laughs> I, I usually, oh, 20, I guess. <laughs> but, um, you know, I usually pick like one or two so that it's kind of uh, in my. Uh, You're amazing because I would never be able to remember them. Well, that's why I say I only remember like one or two yeah. so that if there's a lull or maybe there's, uh, I usually will use them as a. Um, a template to custom and I'll customize it based on some of the conversation that we're having at dinner. So I really like sitting down with people and it's usually past, it's maybe past the first date. So this might be more like a second or third date item. I'm thinking first date. That I sit down with these apps. But if you can keep, there is a whole section in that Gottman app, the card decks that is date questions. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not all super deep love, relations, future. You know, it's not all really, really deep sex. Like it's not first date stuff on all of them but there is a section called date questions and some of them are they're they're pretty easy they're you know but maybe they're probably more involved than your maybe instinct might be on a first date like a lot of yeah. people talk like you said really surface level stuff in it and and that can kind of fizzle out unless you have this like fantastic chemistry and you found these commonalities and you're just firing off funny shit back and forth the whole time i've had dates like that they're really fun i've also had dates that were good but the conversation's lacking and they mm-hmm. need a few questions so yeah look into some of these things. Good conversation goes back and forth. This is also about both parties listening. Right. And listening, we will talk more about listening, but listening for the record is not you being quiet, waiting to respond. Right. Or thinking of the next thing to say. Exactly. Like for me, and that's why it goes back to like being inquisitive because when you're truly engaged in listening to someone, you're totally just focused on them and what they're saying instead of trying to respond and I I find sometimes I get really excited about what they're saying and then I want to interject and so this whole point about listening see I just (laughs) this whole point is you know I catch myself a lot that's why I'll, I'll take a breath and then I try to make a note and like hold it mm-hmm, in my head. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes things will happen and I'll kind of forget about it. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. I didn't need to. Yeah. Anyways. But, yeah. but that's another thing to try to, you know, try not to get caught up in being so excited to respond and just listen and then allow, you know, and that's part of it, too. I get so excited that I have to calm myself down. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time, but. Sometimes people say things that are fun. Yeah. And you have one on here that kind of talks about listening. and Yeah, with listening, when you're listening to someone, making eye contact with them, mm-hmm. uh, because it does show that you are prioritizing and giving them your attention. And, and and I know sometimes it can be hard because when you're in public, there's a lot of things moving around you. and And so part of that is training yourself. Like for me, training myself to really be in the moment. I make sure that I have my phone away. I don't have 
things that you know like my watch I try not to let it buzz or like if I feel it buzz I'm not going to look down at it because when someone's talking to you and then you're they're looking at you and then they suddenly look down at their phone or they look down at their watch because something buzzed it can kind of interrupt your train of thought when you're the one talking Mm -hmm. but also when you're the one talking and someone does that there's a part of you that feels like oh you know like do you do you need to get that or boring you I'm sorry is there something like I I would I can't remember if I've done this recently, but I might go, do you need to get that? Yeah, that's what I was just going to go. Like when I see someone look down at their watch and I can obviously I can tell on their watch that someone's calling them or whatnot. I'll be like, and then I feel like an inconvenience that I'm talking. Oh, do you do you need to get that? Like, sure, go ahead. Like, I'm trying to be gracious. I'm trying to be yes. courteous. But then part of me is like, but we're on a date and I have my phone away and I, I'm, I'm not looking I'm at my mute. watch. I turn yeah. my ringer off so I don't get any alerts on my phone or on my watch to text messages my phone's put away unless we're sharing something and we're both pulling our phones out to show pictures or something silly that we're chatting about right then there I might pull my phone out to take a picture of my cocktail or my food if we're eating Mm -hmm. I might pull a picture to take like pull it out to take a photo of something but I mute my phone yeah. because, first of all, I don't want some dude I'm sitting across from to see text messages popping from up another on my dude. phone I'm from just potentially kidding. another dude, like for real, for real. So I just mute it. Uh, yeah. You don't you don't need to know what's going on in my life. This is going to tell me what time it is. And that's all for the next few hours, if I even care to know what time it is. And sometimes yeah. I really care to know what time it is because I want to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'm like, wow, look at the time. It is 830. I have to go to bed. Yeah. Which is a lie. <laughs> I don't know about you. I go to bed at 30. I have never in bed before 11. <laughs> the other thing about making eye contact is it is an unspoken, nonverbal, like physical connection with someone. It's like a contract that I'm oh, here. Yeah, that I'm here. I'm I'm all in. And this time, like, again, it's prioritizing. It's giving the other person value and worth. And so I, I really think eye contact is really big. Even doing this podcast, you and I sit and stare at each other for like, for 45 minutes while we do this show (laughs) and I mean that's we're we're constantly connecting and we're feeding off of each other while we do this but eye contact is really important and I am not always the greatest about eye contact I because like you said with distractions around you usually after a couple of dates I will I will suggest if the other person hasn't suggest if we made it past two dates and I'm curious to know more I will suggest if they haven't that we do something outside of a bar or restaurant because there's sports on TV and there's people Mm -hmm. walking in scantily clad and there's people wearing lots of perfume or cologne or I don't always want to go pay 16 bucks for a drink. Yeah. Can we just sit down and share a bottle of wine somewhere quiet? Right. Distracting. Can I actually get to know you? And sometimes there's a level of comfort that in public, I'm not always willing to share all the fucking details of my life when there's a bartender listening. Yeah. I've also been on dates where strangers have walked up to the table like kind of tipsy and been like are you guys on a date like that has actually happened to me before wow and it's it's annoying and it's like it is like there's so many potential interruptions exactly and so again interruptions like that especially in the beginning when connection is so important yeah my next big thing would be making plans especially if you are doing like online dating or even if you meet someone and you give them your number and you start texting you can only text for so long or you can only talk for so long on the phone you know so like if there is intention make some effort and actually make plans figure out a date a time a place and and confirm the day before i love when someone like texts me the the either the night before the morning of and Mm -hmm. they're like hey we still on for tomorrow at this time i you know and can't wait to see you can't wait to meet you i actually that happened to me recently like someone confirmed i scheduled a first date and i i don't want to say it was a throwaway date because it wasn't but i i definitely squeezed it into a time where i knew i had about two hours and i was squeezing it in after another event i don't want to say squeezing it in but i was putting it in my schedule after another event and it was very intentional because i had a very short window of time and i'm the type of person who just wants to know if there's something there if we're yeah. chatting online and it seems kind of fun and you seem kind of cute is there something there yeah so i just want to know and i don't need a lot of time to figure that out an hour or two, an hour, sometimes 30 minutes will tell me if yeah. you have a brain in your head and if I want to keep talking to you. But so early in that day, dude texts me, hey, just want to be sure we're still on tonight. We confirm the place. We confirm the time. Great. It was nice. 
it was perfect nice. so nice like little shit like that can just because it takes the tone yeah and it takes away from your stress for the rest of the day like especially for you and me where we are planners yes i am a planner and you don't make plans yeah. with me and it's reassurance <laughs> it's reassurance right that like you yes. actually care enough that i'm important enough that this is important enough that you're confirming to make sure that it's actually happening yeah i so for me making plans with me makes me feel valued Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and desired and we all want to feel desired we all want to feel wanted we all want to feel like we are worth setting aside a time for so that's the underlying feeling with me but I'm also very much a planner and I don't just leave my schedule willy-nilly for anyone to slip on in there whenever they want but it's it's because we value that time. So we time appreciate most, that someone yeah. else values us as well. So it's not like Thank a one-way you. street either. It's not like we expect to be valued. It's because we expect to be valued because we value you as well and the time that we're, we're setting forth for a possible connection. I have a very high value on myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, Mandy. Yes. Another thing that, I, and it might just be like traditional dating etiquette that makes me think this way but when I show up at the date and one of the first things the guy says is like you look very nice or he just gives me a compliment I'm just like wow like you notice like I actually you know I I put effort in and for you to put effort in you know like I'm gonna I'm gonna say like you look really nice or wow like those are nice shoes or that's a really great shirt like I think just starting the date off with a compliment and of course you want to make it an honest compliment. Don't, don't, don't I'm make stuff up. I'm going to know if you're just yeah. BSing me or fluffing my pillows or saying something yeah. to say it. Like, But mean it. Like find something you actually genuinely like. And I hope there's something that, you know, you genuinely like. But pay a compliment to your date. I love this. I love this. Really? Because if, oh. yeah, the, I did a dance when you kicked off this yeah. <laughs> do. Because do pay a compliment yeah. to your person because... Shit. I mean, and this falls into the next one that we were going to talk about anyways. They're kind of blending together, yeah. but the next one is make an effort. Yeah. And I don't go out on dates without putting a little bit of something mm-hmm. into my appearance. Right. I want to look nice. I, I want to. I want to give you a good first impression. Yes. I'm not going to show up in a baseball cap. Please don't do the same. Exactly. I guess there's a time and place. If you were going to a ball game of for course. your first meeting, yeah. feel free to put a hat on. Dress for the occasion exactly like I don't know put your best foot forward and is that your best foot and and on the same note about compliments I have I'm starting to create more of a habit of when someone says something that I like or something that they do Mm -hmm. I give them that compliment of oh I like that like I like that you said that or I appreciate that you did this or so I'm trying to be more verbal about the things that I notice that actually means something to me so you know and and along those same lines I also will thank them if I if it's appropriate you know because part of dating etiquette is have manners you know and again like have some manners I can't believe I didn't put manners on the list I am so misman like but no it's part of like you know it's I'm not the most manners person but I there's a please and a thank you yes. and a let me hold the door for you yes. and letting me walk ahead of you yes if you fucking walk off ahead of me open the door and like don't hold it for me I, I also and I'm not this I'm not this little prissy thing that needs to be taken care of, right. but opening my car, walking me to my car. Yeah, that's a big thing, especially if it's like a nighttime, after dark nighttime date. Yes. Walking me to my car points. Also, like even if you just reach for my door handle, cute. If if you're driving me somewhere, you better open. My, like, please open my door. I, I chivalry is not dead. Yeah. And for little the ladies, like, like scores thank, points thank with the us. guy for it or think thank your date for it honestly guy girl thank your your person that you're on a date with flip for around the and things make eye that contact they, yes. and say thank you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. honestly oh my god how yes. did we not put manners <laughs> in here i'm glad we touched on it uh yeah i think making effort that falls into my next one no no white tees no flip-flops a dude showed up on a date with me for with a with a white tee like an undershirt looking white oh tea. yeah i remember that date and he was mm-hmm. shocked when i was not really wanting it yeah. to go we had a virtual date because this was during COVID. I mean, it's still in COVID, but this was early on in COVID and we had a virtual date and he was wearing a white tee and he explained to me he was doing laundry. So I thought, okay, it's laundry day. It's chill. It's like a Sunday evening. No big deal. You don't need to get dressed up for a virtual date. But then he showed up to an in-person date at a nice cocktail bar that I'd suggested wearing a white t-shirt. And I was Mm, just... (laughs) 
I'm disappointed. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> um, it Disappointing, I guess, is maybe... I, I just made note that this is not my person. If this is how you roll around town all the time, it's just not my jam. And maybe there are women out there, maybe I sound snobby to some people, but rolling around town in what looks like an undershirt out to dinner or drinks is just not my person. Well, that goes back to dress for the occasion. Yes. If you're going to a nice cocktail bar, wear something nice. And a white t-shirt, I think most people are not going to agree that it's a nice people will shirt agree for a nice, a nice cocktail. Shirt. Yeah. I mean, wear something with a collar. Mm-hmm. Wear something more than flip-flops. Oh, yes, please. Holy <laughs> shit. I, and it's Arizona, so it's this casual attire is ingrained in mm-hmm. people here. And flip-flops are st- almost as standard as they are in Hawaii. <laughs> but please wear closed-toed shoes. If you're not going to the beach. Yeah. Or a pool party. (laughs) Now, some of the the next few things that we'll talk about is probably going to be around the conversation that you have. So it kind of goes back to our initial suggestion about being inquisitive. Along with being inquisitive is finding a balance between being open-minded to your date's opinions, but also being honest and, and open with sharing your own without feeling threatened or without feeling like you have to compromise who you are. At the end of the day, we it is so important to stay true to your own beliefs because this whole process of getting to know someone is also allowing someone else to get to know you. You know, try not to hide yourself. Try not to hide behind what you really feel or think and and be be uh be vulnerable don't runaway bride your first date (laughs) and if you haven't seen runaway bride it's an old julia roberts movie where every guy she dates she ends up liking all the exact same things they do she just becomes a mirror image and a chameleon into the relationship does all the same hobbies eats her eggs the same way that was a big thing Mm -hmm. eats her eggs the same way that they do so it's like have your own opinions be fully formed in yourself be open to other people's ideas and open to i like to say open to influence like how Mm. influential are you are you open to being influenced whether or not you you don't have to take on everyone's ideas but are you open to the idea of listening accepting and just potentially adopting new ideas i adapting i wouldn't be vegan if i wasn't open to the influence like if i wasn't open to the idea of something new that something different might be better or that two different ideas or concepts can coexist yes yes republican democrat One's not more right or wrong than the other. I mean, it is, but it's not. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, there are there are balances to everything, and it's okay to just yeah. let somebody be different from you. You don't want a mirror copy of yourself, and no one wants a mirror image of them. That's fucking boring. There, I've been on some dates where we'll be talking about some opinions, and my date will share something, and he'll ask me what my opinion is. And there are going to be times where I actually don't have an opinion, and I will say, yeah. you know, I actually don't know much about that, or I'm kind of stuck in the middle on that. Can you tell me more? And that's a common phrase I use to not not necessarily to deflect, but to me, it means that I'm open to hearing more about your opinion or let's talk more about both sides Mm -hmm. because I don't really have an opinion or I don't know. And it's okay for you not to have an opinion as long as you're willing to be open minded about talking about it if your date wants to. On the flip side, if if you find that there's a topic that you don't feel comfortable talking about, Mm -hmm. you can also say that, too. Yeah. And that's telling. I think it is. <laughs> if, if, there's, if there's things you don't want to talk about with this person, might not be yeah. your person. Or you should take a stab at it and talk about it because if it, if they don't react the way that is is appropriate, they definitely aren't your person. Yeah. Because your person you... is someone that you should be able to talk about <laughs> these things with. Yeah. If you have some opinions that are or some views that are stronger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to know. Yeah. It's good to lay that out there early on. There's no sense in hiding yourself from this person. Like, you're not going to find your person by not telling anyone who you are. This is how you find your community. This is how you yeah. find your people. You have to let your freak flag fly. Yeah. <laughs> freak flag. Well, you know, it reminds me, one of the things that I'm a little, not that, I, I don't even know what the word is, but. I, I have sang the national anthem for 
a United States president. Oh. And it's a very controversial president. And so, yes. on, you know, I remember specifically on one date where there was this person who was completely, totally against this president that I sang for. And Wait, the whole time where you just like, don't tell this person, don't yeah, tell this person. I, part of me was like, person. yeah, I didn't, I want, I didn't, all you could think of, yeah, you're like, oh my like, God, oh I'm going to accidentally say it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, I just told him. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, don't tell him, don't tell him. I told him. Yeah. I told him. So I told him. Don't say it, don't say it. I said it. Well, this actually has happened multiple times. I still like, after that first time I was more, I, I'm more brave now than I was ever before. But it, I use that as a gauge to kind of see how a person like it's it's entertaining now to see how a person responds when I tell them also who I sang for <laughs> I mean Miley has like zero political opinions <laughs> on anything and it's not a negative in your your thing like your whatever it's not a con I, unless you're super politicized and you think everything yeah. has to be a political viewpoint Miley just genuinely follows none of it <laughs> gives no fucks and I mean, if you're not like that should be part of it, right? You're like, yeah, I sang for this one person. It was pretty. I know some people have really controversial opinions and that's a controversial yeah. thing and da, 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 da. But like, I just don't care. Yeah. And it I was want to sing. I really <laughs> like singing and I thought it was a good opportunity. And so I took it. Yeah. And if that's a big deal to you, exactly. then maybe you want to go yeah. the other way. Right. And I've had some dates who want to go the other way and some dates who are like, you know, I don't like I don't like the person. I don't like that president. But I am amazed that you, you know, like they focus on the opportunity and they focus yes. on what uh, an incredible like thing. Like not everyone. Accomplishment of yours. Yes. Oh, thank you. Like they remind me like they take the focus away from the president and they put it on me. And they're like, not they're like, I can't Big believe picture, I know someone picture. who's saying for the, you know, for the U.S. president. So it that's how you know, some of these things that are hard for you to share mm -hmm. might be the very thing that helps you determine and gauge whether or not this person has the characteristics or the traits mm -hmm. that you desire in a partner. Because I don't personally, I don't want somebody who digs in on the details yeah. and makes makes the nitty gritty, makes the teeny tiny stuff a big deal. Yeah. Cause that's that's not my jam. I think you're similar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for sure. Like, is this really a big deal? Yeah. How big of a deal can this be? Right. How how politicized and how divided have we become? If certain things are a deal breaker, right. so I think that's great. Throw it out there. I mean, the first word in my dating profile says vegan. Because I'm no longer playing the game like yeah. I used to where I would sneak it in when I wanted to end conversations with dudes. I'm just like, you need to know this about yeah. me. I'm here for the real thing. Like, I'm trying to find a person to uh, be yeah. my next person, to be maybe my forever person. Like, I'm trying to find the real deal. So you need to know this. First word, vegan. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's not the only thing about me. But it's a big part of my life. Yeah. And if it's a big deal for you, you're not you my should person. Tell people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. don't. I know it's hard because I've been there and I still am in, in many aspects. There are still things that I get scared of. But now if you've if you've heard our episode on fear, use fear oh as a way to tell you when maybe it's something you should talk about because it will help you in so many more ways than not saying or sharing. Yeah, you get to grow through those moments where something's scary. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a growth moment. Right. I agree. That's why like anytime something scares me, I'm just like, okay, take a step back. Maybe I, instead of hiding and not sharing, I need to share. Yeah. Because what's the worst that'll happen? They'll see themselves out. Exactly. Whatever. Bye. Mm -hmm. Not that invested. This leads me into my next do, which is you're doing all these things. You're on your first date. Listen to your intuition. Yes. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know that most men are as dialed into their intuition. There are some out there. Don't take this the wrong way for our 20% listeners that are identify as male. I just think that women uh, by nature more organically are intuitive. And sometimes trauma causes us to ignore those intuitions. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're getting to a place where you can listen to your intuition and feel it and really hear what it's trying to tell you. But if something feels off on those dates, take note. Yeah. And maybe it's not a red flag. Maybe it's a yellow flag, but really listen to your intuition. And if something is telling you 
if your gut's telling you there's something up, there probably is. And then don't feel so bad about, or don't feel bad or don't hesitate maybe to let that person back into the, the wild. Let them go back into the dating pool because that hesitation might not be a hesitation for somebody else. And you deserve to be with somebody who doesn't give you hesitation. That's a big point. Yeah. While you're dating out there, look for like look for those feelings that feel good to you or don't feel good to you and take note of that. That's what I think is listening to your intuition mm-hmm. and not being afraid of your intuition. Mm-hmm. And look for the green flags. Pay attention to those yellow flags and red flags are huge, but green flags are also a thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, dating is not, I made a note here that dating is not about making people fit into your life. It's the two of you coming together in a two-way street to actively fit into each other's lives. So a lot of that should come relatively easy. Like struggling is optional and you don't have to, not everybody, it doesn't have to be a forced fit. 100%. Love it. Love it. Any other do's? One last do. One last do? Mm Mm-hmm. I was going to say one last (laughs) (laughs) do-do. Is uh, to be creative with your date ideas. Maybe the first date is something casual, drinks so that there's not like not that expectation of like a two or three hour uh, event. Mm -hmm. But if there, you know, if there's something that, you know, during conversation that you have found have been, you know, something that is a commonality between the two of you. Maybe that might be your first date. I was talking to a guy a few months ago and I had shared that I really want to do indoor rock climbing and he really like he's into that too. So he suggested our first date be indoor rock climbing. And so did you do that? No, but loser. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I kind of got, a, I, I got, I chickened out and then oh. I, I stopped dating. Talk I, to that guy again. Find him. Maybe. I mean, like I did tell him I was flat out told him I was like, you know, I'm really, really sorry. I would love to do that. But things suddenly got really hectic in my life and I kind of need to take a break. And Mm. he gave me his phone number and told me to hit him up whenever I'm ready. So I don't know. It's been a few months. Maybe I'm ready now. Hey, 2022. (laughs) I want to rock climb with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this episode is reminding me of some some conversations, you know, a new thing or that that's not on our list. But communicate Mm -hmm. like. If you're not really ready to date, say so. This actually happened to me really recently where someone told me we'd been chatting for a little bit and moved out of the app and we're chatting a little bit and had a date set up. Actually, it was like, I don't have a day available for about five days. We were like, cool, let's do something then, maybe dinner or drinks. Literally about two days beforehand, I just said like, hey, what's up? How, you know, hope your weekend's going well. Like just wanted to check in and I sent him something. I forget, whatever. Something related to what we've been chatting about. And he goes, hey, da, 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 sorry. You know, I need to let you know. I hope this doesn't come off too wrong or abrasive or whatever word he used. But he, he said, I have this friend for a long time and she's suddenly becoming more than a friend. And... I don't want to screw around with other women while I'm exploring that. And I gave him so much props. Oh, yeah. I just said, good job. If that's, that's amazing. I think for women in particular, if we can be friends with you and then make you like, and then you become a romantic partner, someone who knows us very intimately and knows things about us and hopefully isn't trying to change us like and vice versa you've been friends and you kind of know each other's ins and outs and then it can be blossom into this awesome romantic thing I was like that is amazing good for you I hope that works out yes congrats and right. you're right not to put your energy split your energy into a bunch of other stupid shit if you have something like that right in front yes. of you yes exactly and so that's what I mean like, communicate mm-hmm. whether it's you're going to be five minutes late to a date or if you need to reschedule or if you simply aren't at in that my like right mindset indoor rock climbing boy i i was i was honest instead of ghosting yeah like i've been trying to have better manners when it comes to dating you know so trying not to ghost and trying to be as honest and forthcoming as possible and so you know i just said you know hey i'm i'm i'm, I'm in a busy place in my life right mm-hmm. now and i thought i could but i can't and i just want to be honest about that and he said you're a really cool chick here's my number Hit me up whenever you're available. Clearly, if you're still he interested. sees you for who you are. Find this person. <laughs> I was actually late for a date recently, uh-huh. and it's the one I squeezed in. And I texted him. I said, "Ugh, I'm really late leaving this other thing that I told you about that I was at beforehand. Not really late, but I'm running a few minutes behind. I was like, I'm probably going to be about 10 minutes behind. And he responded in the coolest way, just 
no worries. Take your time. I'll be at the bar. See you when you get here. And then I'm on my way. My Uber driver fucking canceled the trip as I was walking up to the car. He waited about 45 seconds for me and drove off and canceled. I was so mad. Anyways, a second one picked me up real quick. But as I'm on the way in my Uber, he's the date is texting me. Do you want any food when you get here? I was like, what's happening right now? Who are these people that are just so So cool and then thoughtful and asking me if I'm going to want to eat because he wanted to eat. And I, you know, I just know I just came from this event. I've eaten. Enjoy. That's very food. Um, And I also on the note of being prepared and being creative with your date ideas. I did do a first date with a museum with somebody. I think we talked about this last season. Mm -hmm. The music no. no, we did uh, an one. art museum downtown, oh, yeah. one mm-hmm. of the museums here. And I got there on time, mind you. And he had already bought the tickets wow. to go through the museum and was hanging out outside waiting for me. Super sweet. Very chivalrous, I guess, if you want to say. Gentlemanly. Yeah. Just real grown. Like, I just yeah. really appreciate when someone is mm-hmm. prepared and on it. And what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, proactive mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in making things happen. And yeah. it was a really fun walk around the museum. He asked me if we wanted to go get a bite to eat. And we did. We ended up spending, like, the Aww. whole damn night together. Yeah. It was really fun. But I just, I like that stuff. I mean. I think we all like that stuff, yeah. right? Like, we all want our dates to go well. I mean, who wants <laughs> their date to not... Who, I mean, I, I'd like to know, if you're someone who actually goes into a date hoping it's bad... Sometimes I have. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just cancel the date. I mean, not that I want it to tank, but sometimes I go into it with... I go into things with minimal expectations. Because but that's different than wanting to tough. go... like It's different than wanting to go bad. Yeah, sometimes I kind of want it to go bad because I'm already how not feeling even, it how do i even say this uh, yeah this probably isn't gonna go well <laughs> you know, but that's probably expectations or like i guess i don't ever want it to go back i'm hoping to be i'm always right. hoping to be surprised exactly on that note rarely do people surprise me because my intuition tends to be pretty on point mm-hmm. rarely do people surprise me but when they do it's really fucking exciting when people yeah. surprise me in good ways i'm really yeah. jazzed so also on the fun. paying for things, uh-huh. I don't want to say guys should always have to pay because I just don't feel that way. I always pull out my yeah. card on a first yes. date and offer to split the check. Yes. And uh, there's a tiny part of me, though, that if a guy is really excited and feeling it, he's not going to let me pay. Yeah, I, I'm like that, too. I mean, that's what I think is an adjusted or a modified traditional date et- etiquette where like the guy pays but of course as a lady we you know I make my own money offer. I can buy my own yeah. drinks yeah. I don't need someone out there buying my drinks but I always offer to pay but I do I don't know I'd like to hear from other women and see what they think I know there's going to be like a yeah. big portion of women that are like you better pay I put heels and boots and mascara on for this and you yeah. better buy my no. drink I came out of the house there have been days where like I'll split, like I'll, I'll offer yeah. to split and he he accepts it and whatnot. Yeah. And, and that's fine. But I think what happens is like for me, when the guy pays, then I have that opportunity to say, I'll get us next time if, uh, you know, and it opens up the opportunity for us to talk about meeting up again because it's Thank my you. way of saying, hey, I'm interested. Let's talk about next steps, you know. Yeah. I, I also, I gauge it as a sign of interest yeah. on the other mm-hmm. person's part and it, you're right I have said that too recently like cool well I'll get the next one yeah mm-hmm. and it's kind of a way for me to let you know that I appreciate I it and I'm into it and I'd like to do it again yeah mm-hmm. yeah should we talk yeah. about a few don'ts let's talk about a little do- well, we've talked a little bit about don'ts already but let's talk a little bit more I mean, about the specific don'ts do's, and take, convert them yeah you can take all the do's and flip that and just don't do the fucking opposite <laughs> yes all right first don't don't talk about sex in super, super detail or get X rated on yeah. your first date. This is a first date thing yes. for me. Like on your, unless you're just looking to hook up, if you're looking to hook up or you're just looking to get down and, and that's dirty the with agreement somebody, between you and your date, go for it. Yes. Talk about that. Be like, you know, I'm really just here to fuck. <laughs> that should be uh, out in the open if that's what you're really if that's your only intent it should be if it's not your intent and you're the, we're talking to people here who are looking for serious dating your person you're looking for your person you're looking for at least somebody to date a person, for a while yes. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a person <laughs> yeah <laughs> a person a for a while um so if you're looking for your person this is something you don't probably want to do and i think as a female when people talk to 
I don't know. There's just a level and it's hard to judge. It's like, don't send me dirty pictures. Don't send me dirty jokes. I, we're not there yet. I don't want to. There's just a level of stuff like I barely know you. I don't think we're there. Like, wait until I've maybe, maybe for guys, a good rule of thumb is to wait until women have approached the subject and sort of given you a a place. Yes. To, an mm-hmm. opener. An opener. Kind of like hinted already and then kind of feel at it if that's really what the, where the conversation is going. Yeah. I'm not saying ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't be frisky. Don't be naughty. Don't be a sexual creature if that's who you are. Be that. But also on the first date, keep it chill. Gauge the the date that you're, you know, the person or your date. Know your audience. Yes. Yeah. Know your audience. Some people are bad at that. Do you have any tips for that? Well, I think sometimes what happens is maybe, and I don't know if it's on the first, or (laughs) there's a lot of nonverbal communication that that can happen in in on a date Mm -hmm. I don't know for me if it's ever happened on a first date but definitely by like the second date or the third date you know I've been on a a date where you know we'll go for drinks and we're really up close together at a bar and like my hand will kind of like rest Mm -hmm. on your thigh and like Mm -hmm. that's a cue you know so like pay attention to those physical nonverbal cues that might open the door for conversations about what might turn you on or things that like things about your date that it it makes you feel attracted to them. Yeah. And so start off with those to warm up and see where the conversation goes. And if it does go into the whole sex and X-rated and both parties are into it, then go for it. Yeah. If it, if you, if you say something and it falls flat, then take that as a cue to kind of back up a little take note (laughs) oh gosh that's great okay the next don't don't talk about your past negatively on a first date or a second date there's always that opportunity for sharing about you know what are you looking for or maybe uh when was your last relationship and uh, you know those types of conversations can happen and I would personally take that as an opportunity to kind of share any wisdom that I've learned or gained from past relationships or some of the lessons I've learned from relationships. But I don't spend a lot of time talking about all the bad things that I thought my ex did or blame my ex for certain things or make myself the victim. I I try to reframe mm-hmm. some of those conversations so that, again, you want to show your best self, but your best self truly is someone who has learned from the past, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And so share those those pieces of wisdom. I, and Can and, I interject yeah. really quick here? Do you, uh, so don't talk about your past negatively. Do you bring up your past out of nowhere? Or is this, this is a tip for when maybe the person asks you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I don't just bring it out of nowhere. But like, okay. let's say, for example. Because we want to be cautious about sharing too much too soon. Right. And sort of letting people in. It's not that you don't want to let people in, but you, you need to find a, you need to find the right balance. I don't know another word for it, but you need to find the right, you need to gauge the right amount of information to share in these first couple of dates. And Knowing how much the other person is sharing, paying attention to that is a good cue. And if people ask you, so what was your last relationship like? Like if you get into these like 32 questions or these card decks, you're going to get a little bit into that stuff and be, I want to say be, um, use some moderation with how deep you disclose because you don't need to give everybody the the farm on the first date. And it it should be something that is gradual progression into things like you, you know, some stuff like this happened with this happened and this and I learned this and I've moved on and this was that and yeah so like for for example I I often will share that I'm looking for someone that I can feel comfortable and safe with when I have questions that I'm afraid to know the answer Mm -hmm. and I'm afraid to ask the question and and oftentimes that'll spark you know someone to kind of say well what makes you feel that way and I can say you know in the past I've had relationships where I've I've never felt comfortable and safe with someone enough to share that I'm scared of this or I'm concerned about this and that's what I'm looking for now so it's not like a a beef that I have with an ex it just taught me that that person wasn't someone I felt safe with and I'm looking for someone who 
you know, helps me feel safe. And what does that look like? It means that they don't make me feel judged for sharing or asking questions when I am concerned about something. Yeah. I don't know. That's really interesting. I don't know that I would ever tell someone on a first date that I was looking for safety. I think that's just something I know I'm Mm. looking for. And comfort level is something I comfort level is something I judge and like part of that intuition thing it's something that I'm taking note of the entire time I'm there like am I uncomfortable am I twitchy am I fidgety do I want this to be over is there a lack of conversation are they you know are they doing all the things in our do list like I'm taking note of that comfort level the whole time I don't know that I've ever I don't know that I've ever actually told somebody I just want to be comfortable unless they were already making me comfortable and then I would probably do what you said earlier and compliment them on just how comfortable it is to be with them. Yeah, well, I would say on my date when I shared about the whole singing for a national president and oh, how, yeah. you know, I I think afterwards with that converse that's the same example where I was like, for example, you know, I feel really comfortable that I was able to share that I sang for so and so and you didn't judge me for that. Yeah. Thank you. Like that's that's a great example of me feeling like if I can share that with you, I can mm-hmm. share other things with you. That's a really fun. <laughs> that's also. And that a really actually happened fun, on a first date. That's also a really fun item to share to gauge. Like mm-hmm. that's a great fact about you, story about you that you can share to gauge people's judginess. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. So. That's a great one. I wish I had something like that. <laughs> Um, I will also say, so don't, another don't, don't look at your phone. Don't look at your watch. Mm-hmm. I, think I think we, we talked we about this about when we were talking about bit. listening and making eye contact. Just mute that motherfucker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is a profile thing for me in your dating profiles, but please don't lie about your height, <laughs> gentlemen. I can't tell you how yeah. many times. It's like, it's so rampant. Just, it is. Just own your shit. Go to the doctor and get measured. <laughs> You like, know how tall you are. that bothers me is like there are certain guys' profiles, the their height will just say like three foot five. And I'm like, I won't even look at those. Yeah, I'm just like, you're clearly not taking this very seriously. Right. Not that like height is, uh, it, I mean, it, it is. It tells me there's an insecurity yeah. or there's right. something that you're hiding, something you don't want to share. And if you're, if you're closed off on a stupid, dumb dating mm-hmm. profile about yeah. stuff, then I don't want to even bother to find out yeah. more. And then another don't for me is, which is something I need to really work on, uh, actively work on, is not worrying about what's going to happen next. And, you know, I I have to constantly remind myself to enjoy the moment, be in the moment, enjoy getting to know someone, enjoy allowing someone else to get to know me and not living in my head or being so worried about, um, the, next about the next thing. This is what yeah. I call future tripping. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't future trip, ladies. Don't get all wrapped up in someone's potential and like, yeah. don't be marrying them in your head on the first yeah. date and picturing your kids in your house. Slow down. Yeah. Try not to be judgy and say like, oh, well, this isn't going to work out either. Yeah. And don't let me, sorry, I don't mean to, I didn't mean to gender stereotype because men, I think might there are some men who are all, also in the habit of fast forwarding things so mm-hmm. just in general don't don't marry the person in your head on your first date let it play out a little bit and I think another thing is like it's okay to have some silence too oh yeah see how they do and see how you do when there is like a lull or a, a silence that's a great point mm-hmm. let the let the moment pass just yeah. let it be sit in it is it comfy yeah. Can you just sit there comfortably next to each other and take a few bites of food and enjoy your drinks, watch the bartenders roam around, watch silly, sh- silly shit happen wherever you are? Yeah. 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 So we hope that some of this, uh, some of the conversation we've had today helps you or and or makes your dating more fun. At the end of the day, we just hope that you are enjoying the process sometimes it can get daunting sometimes it can get discouraging exhausting exhausting that's how mandy describes dating sometimes it's fun but it's i think part of that is when when it becomes exhausting that's my cue to kind of take a break from dating 100 percent. that's usually how i i end up turning the apps on and off apps one app recently um for like a day Oh, <laughs> one day I'll open it up for matching for one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I clear through all those and talk to nobody, I'll open it again maybe two days later for a day. 
Yeah. But the matches tend, it's not this way for all girls. <laughs> no. I think girls get a lot more matches than guys do, yeah. though. And I know it's not this way for those identifying as male on the show listening, but the matches flood in for the ladies and it's just sorting through a lot of stuff. So it's be patient if you've sent a like to someone on a dating profile that it might take her a few days to get to it. Yeah. So enjoy the process. Have fun with dating. If you really flip your mindset that this is a way to get to know people and get to know more about yourself and you're just here to have fun with it, it's about the journey, not the destination. I think you're going to have a lot better time. And remind yourself of that. Exactly what Mandy was just saying right now. I remind myself that often is, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And and the other thing that's really important for me that I have found when I get a little discouraged is it's not just about learning and growing from someone else. It's it's also learning and growing and learning more about yourself. So 100 percent. Mm-hmm. Good tip. I've learned a lot dating. <laughs> I'm growing a lot dating. <laughs> I've learned a lot about what I don't want. And I've been exposed to a lot of really interesting people. Yeah. I mean, really interesting people. People that do things for day jobs that I'm like, I didn't know you could do that as a job. Mm, yeah, I'm see? sorry, that pays money? <laughs> okay, then. So have fun with it. Enjoy your dating. Happy dating. Happy 2022. Move into Valentine's Day and go get you a good date. And have fun. Love ya. Love you too.